FM Rewind. Wow. Wow. 88.1. Wow. Drive. We'll be getting into something that we brand new on the show. It's called the Alumni Reconnect. And we're trying to reconnect with the ex-VIT students, you know, because I know the VIT students, once they leave, they don't know that they're actually VITs for good. So we actually want to just catch up with them, see how they've been doing, how the uh, working space has been, or just being a VIT graduate, how been, their journey has been since wow. then. Now, before I even say that, I must say that wow. I know I haven't been here for a week, but I do come bearing gifts. I want to let you know, stick to the socials because I'm possibly giving away double tickets in the next hour for Ultra Festival happening this weekend. And yes, I'll be there. That means we're going to groove and jive together. Yeah. And you know me, once it's time for a get down, it's going to be a great get down. Now, indeed, I've been saying about this alumni reconnect, been teasing about it. But listen, I have her in studio with me. Bufe Kaleba is a South African broadcaster, humanitarian, vits honest graduate with many accolades on her belt. Now, she comes from Dantana in the Eastern Cape. And I was just in the Eastern Cape, so I feel like I'm, this Eastern Cape story is just following me around. But she joins us in the alumni reconnect to sort of reunite us or rather retell us a story about her undergraduate days at Vits University. Now, let's just uh, bring a warm welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Nana. It's such a, you know, pleasure and an honor to have been invited to the Alumni Connect. We're so glad to have you. Now, let me actually ask you or take you back. When you yes. actually, you know, applying for universities, mm-hmm. what made VITS one of your choices? If it even was your choice. <laughs> maybe they forced you, Nana. But take me back to the beginning when you're like, actually, I mean, matric, actually grade 11. Yes. I put in my results. What makes VITS that one choice? you made the one choice that i made um when it was i think grade 11 or mm-hmm. matric i used to watch a lot of fees must fall uh, coverage really? and i am a social activist mm. and during my high school days i think that's what i had looked up yeah. to you know it was a revolution of our time that we were watching uh, live and i thought that those revolutionaries i want yes. to go and be part of change in sure. our country this university is known to be a platform or a space for robust engagements so true. for um, you know uplifting you and cultivating uh, your skills so I've always been in the media space mm. social activism space and I actually applied to Fitz University yeah and just like, <laughs> I was like there's no other I see <laughs> myself no here back. and they're yes. gonna take me I know that feeling <laughs> yes it's like and there's no turning back yeah mm. oh man that's amazing now obviously now when you get into Fitz you had certain uh, degrees to get into that you could have picked out yes. I do know obviously media is one of them but maybe take us a few of the courses that you that you went through that were actually tough like you're like yo yes, now I'm a Fitz student FVTA. I see first yeah <laughs> film visual performing arts so I took um, a BA in my first year it included African languages it included media studies sociology as Mm. well as FVPA and then at the end of towards the second third year you start dropping um, courses I then went through with uh, sociology and media studies as my two majors for my undergrad now you obviously from the outside you saw this is that platform which helped you voice out or maybe send for social activism as you do say that you're part of yes. now you coming into this what was actually your highlight do you feel like it reflected everything that you saw from the outside so maybe you can give us a highlight maybe just academically or even socially at yes. your time at Vits. yes so Vits essentially cultivated a lot of um, my dreams mm. it brought them into fruition I've always known that I wanted to be a media broadcaster I've always wanted 
to engage mm. uh, with young people across the country. And my first very big platforms, I got uh, support from the wow. VETS uh, space. So when I was uh, the chair of all raises there's a lot of engagements that i did um yes. with young people across the raises and i was very passionate about accommodation um at the time as we know that accommodation becomes a huge crisis so true. you know within the university space and in those platforms i was able to mc in those platforms i was able to um host events and you sort of um get into a habit of knowing um what you would like to do yeah. and the spaces that you get into people will support you um according to that so my media career also grew within the university space and that's essentially what I've always pictured myself um, to be doing well, Ryder, we are chatting with Galeba, a South African broadcast humanitarian. She even says, I'm a social activist, you know, and also a VITS honors graduate. We just are getting through her process or rather uh, reflecting on her time here at VITS. If it's someone like me who likes to reconnect and reflect, especially this past week when I was home, I realized that, you know what, let's be chatting to VITS students that have graduated and just really get to see their story about how VITS shaped their future. Now, Buse Galeba was just joining us. I think the last point she was sharing with us was the highlights yes. that she was having here, you know, being the old res. Uh, uh, over as uh, a big captain, should I rather call Chair it? Lady. Chair lady. <laughs> hey, no, we just won the Vits, uh, one of the Vits games. I think sports is still in my mind. But <laughs> no, certainly just really highlighting those parts of your of your, your experience. Yes. You know? And I want to ask you now, what would you say you learned or rather took away from Vits University that you actually don't think you can get anywhere else? Like you can't just wake up and say, oh, I'm going to go to that place and be the same thing. What's that one thing? Or that was really just, Really? That's such a great word to use. <laughs> Yeah. I think, um, you know, they always say that VITS gives you the edge. So sometimes you won't even believe that the dream will actually come true. Yeah. You don't know if you'll be able to make yeah. it. But there's a certain tact and there's a certain um, way that you engage with people. And I think that being involved on various platforms, you know, mm. it it sort of builds you up. So being involved in your race, being involved in games uh, across the campus, uh, networking with different people from the different departments, yeah. that's how you build your network and that's how you essentially build your career as so well. True. And you'll know how to approach people and I think you'll know how to better articulate yourself. Yeah. You know, you always actually find a way. If you are getting a no for an answer, you will find a way as a VIT student or as a, you know, a graduate of its university, once you get out of the everyday campus life, um, you'll find that there's a certain edge that Vitz actually does give you. I do not agree, disagree with you, rather, <laughs> when you said audacity. Oh, I was just like, wow, that's exactly how I could express it. She says audacity well, is one thing that she's taken away from Vitz University, and we'll be stepping outside of her experience at Vitz because she certainly is also a senior presenter for the SABC Kids Newsroom and so much more with her career outside of that. But it's me, you, and Bushe joining us uh, here on 88.1. Now, we're taking you just maybe a step back because it's obviously at least what you're doing now, but you yeah. actually started broadcasting at the age of 12. Yes. Like, yes. I only started doing radio broadcasting at 19, and I was just like, yeah, maybe I should actually start at 12 because it takes a lot. <laughs> but, you know, how did the broadcasting bug bite you? You know, everyone has their story when it comes to broadcasting. Yes. So, what about your environment, how you grew up? Mm -hmm. who, who did you listen to and said, that's me, I want to be like that? I was just a really curious, a curious child, yeah. you know, always inquisitive and anything with micro, anything that was busy, you know, there's cameras, yes. there's microphones, anything of that nature. So initially I had started in the advertising industry, so okay. I was a baby model. So I did various 
campaigns um, mm. in Cape Town until I was about six, seven, and then I moved um, to the Eastern Cape. And then when I was 12 years old, I, wo- I walked into a mall. So in Danzane, I walked into the mall and there was, you know, a setup of a radio station where they were announcing prices. So you're basically listening to yeah. the mall radio. Yes. And I walked in and I was like, what are you guys doing here? And then they told me and I was like, I want to do this. And then they were like, you can do it. Sure. So I started reading uh, prices from your retails. Mm. There's a special at this shop. There's a special at that shop. And then I moved into um, community radio. So yeah. I spent most of my refining of my broadcasting um, career at um, Danzane FM, which is in the Eastern Cape. Yes. And that's where I spent all of my Saturdays on a show called Kids Parliament. Oh, okay, no, because I, I thought you were going to tell me more about that. Sorry. Yes. But yeah, <laughs> obviously, with Kids Parliament, I think now it reflects with what you're doing with SABC, right? Yes. Uh, news, uh, kids, uh, kids Newsroom. Yes. Tell us a bit what that is or what your job entails as a senior presenter there. And also, how does it correlate with also your passions of humanitarianism, social activism with that? Yes. So, Kids Newsroom is a show that informs uh, creatively young um, children and young people because I think a lot of children dream watching the news. The news is not necessarily catered for them. So their expressions are heard on the show. Um, we show them what is happening across the world and sort of have an engagement with them about current affairs. Yeah. So what do they actually think? I do believe that children need to be listened to. Mm. Their thoughts need to be humanized and they need to be engaged because yeah. their thoughts are actually valid. So that's the platform that we have at Kids Newsroom and we go to various events, um, um, we cover di- different uh, human interest stories. And with my social activism, it has a lot to do with development. Yes. I do the United Nations Population Fi- Youth Advisory Panel. And that panel uh, focuses on sexual and reproductive health rights, yeah. um, especially in rural and township communities or previously disadvantaged um, communities. And that's essentially the work that we do, that when you are given a chance to mm. make a difference, you know, everyone wants to make it. How can we capacitate young people, you know, to get into the spaces that they are fully deserving to be in. And that's uh, my job. And I think that's so important because I remember seeing something somewhere where someone said, we feel like there's a lack of kids, or rather should I say programs that really speak to the child. You yes. Know? Um, whether it's the black child, the African child, or even just to children. Yes. Shows that are really in line with literally your age limits. So I think it's so important when you have people like you doing that because that's exactly what, if I was a parent, Yes. I want my, my child to be open to these conversations because our mind needs to be awakened with what's going on in general, Absolutely. you know? So I think really in, in closing of this conversation, we want to take you back to, you know, that child that you did say that started with curiosity, with audacity, as you do say. What advice would you give that child? Whether if it is the 12-year-old who walked into the mall yes. or whether it's the first-year student at Wits University or maybe just kick-starting off your career in this broadcasting space, what's one piece of advice you wish you gave uh, that uh, book or maybe uh, actually saying actually I gave myself that advice and I did it it doesn't have to always be negative yes I think it's that you must never shut down that passion Mm. and your faith must 
really be incredibly higher than your fear. Everybody becomes fearful. You ask yourself the question, will I actually make it? Will people um, acknowledge uh, the talent? Will I be able to get within that space? Mm. And you must never, ever stop following that dream. Oh, yes. There will be um, a break. I like saying, um, it doesn't matter how long it actually takes. I always say that a lot of these things do not happen overnight. It takes countless knocking on doors. It takes countless no's. Yeah. But as long as you know your calling is your calling, something is going to come through. And now what does the future hold for you? What else can we expect you to do? Because <laughs> I know like for one, shame, you just shared with me that you're actually also doing your master's currently. Yes. Yes. That's the space that you are breaching into. But what more does Wilfia have for herself? I think it's taking it to the next level. Yeah. I think that it is important for the work uh, that has already been done um, to get broadcasted in various areas. Yeah. The community development and the community work will definitely continue looking for more partners in mm. uplifting those communities, especially when you are in a position um, to do so. I think it's getting bigger and better and expanding those horizons, um, increasing our engagement yes. and seeing more young people you know, taking up their rightful uh, positions and their spaces and yeah. following their dreams. And I think one of the most important things is actually having those engagements um, in place. But you'll be seeing a lot more community development work, especially for the media fraternity. Yes. And sort of spreading the word out there. That's so true. I mean, I can't wait to see you tapping to every space that you've mentioned. We're still at the beginning of the year, so meaning the year is still our oyster. And you yes. have so much in store for you to tap into. So I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much. And I wish you best on your best for good journey because that's <laughs> I've been here you. for good. <laughs> Not leaving at all. <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing us your story. Thank you so much thank for you. giving us hope. We're just having a chat with the CCD about opportunities um, for VIT students that graduates as well. So you are those stories that get to have like a big tick next to her name. So we thank, thank you for you sharing so that with us. Well, now that's how we close it off right here on the Alumni Reconnect. We're talking to VIT alumni really every single Tuesday. And just saying, you know what? Giving you a token of, um, yes, I can also do it. I mean, she was here. She was a student. She was all her first year. She didn't know what would be uh, happening with her life going forward, but she became a degree holder and she's still stepping into every uh, aspect of broadcasting in her career. So you can also be a bullshit, but you can also be somebody uh, coming back with a story with us. If you have a story to share, or do you find us on X Instagram and Facebook and let us know about your days at VIS on the Alumni Reconnect. FM Rewind. Wow. Wow. 88.1. Wow. FM Drive. Every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. on Wow FM 88.1.